two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. At 20 minutes before 8 central time, Professor Farrell of the Mount Jennings Observatory, Chicago, Illinois, reports observing several explosions of incandescent gas occurring at regular intervals on the planet Mars. The spectroscope indicates the gas to be hydrogen and moving toward the Earth with enormous velocity. Professor Pearson of the observatory at Princeton confirms Farrell's observation and describes the phenomenon as, quote, like a jet of blue flame shot from a gun, unquote. All right, so is this the uh, Orson Welles episode or is this the excessive gas episode? <laughs> No, it is the sci-fi episode. There thank you, Art, for our. <laughs> thank you, Art, for the. <laughs> it's just oh. the. We're just gonna play a theremin uh, throughout the whole it thing. Is I like it. Good. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Whenever you might be listening to us, everybody, this is your. Uh, this is your crew with the least. That that was disappointing, crew. I am joined as always by my good friend slash frenemy Art. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> I am wonderful. Um, excited for and this And what about topic. you, mm. producer Kenny? Are, are you producing for us right now? Um, I'm like pretending I'm producing. So I'm like switching between computers, you know, clicking things here and there, making it look like I'm really busy and earning that paycheck you guys are sending me. Much like Orson Welles, he is producing... Much like Orson Welles, he is producing excessive gas clouds. Wonderful. And we have yes. a couple of our... <laughs> oh, hey, and look at that. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I, I will ring uh. a bell next time. Uh, <laughs> we, we're also joined by our old friend, Brian. <laughs> Brian, how goes it? Hello, gentlemen. Wonky. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. Thanks. I, I meant this. I know. That, was, that was a Trey Harsh. It was always going to be somebody. A little, it was always going to be somebody. Um, thank, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've never, I've never listened to the podcast before, uh, so I'm, I'm eager like, to see. You've how only this, been on it like four goes. times. <laughs> and that was right and the first time. Have returning guest. Well, um, I, I know his friends say that. Uh, or he says his friends can call him Jonesy. Uh, uh, I know that Art is your friend. Do you consider us friends now as well? Absolutely. Sean is Sean. <laughs> uh, you might change yeah. change your yeah, mind by the end of the episode. Jonesy Owens. <laughs> That's right. You just wait. You just hey, wait. I'm back. I'm back. You didn't totally ruin our 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 versioning relationship. True. When they come right, back, so we know we got them. 
hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> All right, so. Uh... Oh, I was told there would be cupcakes. <laughs> That's how we catfished both of you. Uh, I haven't seen it. Although I don't know why the cupcakes were like under a bridge. It was pretty shady. Well, uh, stay under there for a little bit longer, Sean, and you'll find out very soon. Oh, no, there's a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we before we return to our theremin, uh, to our exercise and theremin here, uh, let's go around the horn just to see what everybody's drinking this evening. Jonesy, let's start with you. Oh, I'm doing a, uh, a, a Tito's Bloody Mary. Nice. Ooh. Preparing for the morning. I like it. Uh, um, and a uh, zigzag is the uh, is the Bloody Mary mix. It's got a little extra pepper. A little extra. Oh. I think I've had zigzag. I do not know what hmm. zigzag is, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> What about you, Ryan? I am this evening uh, drinking the 12-year aged Glenn Levitt, the Glenn Levitt. Uh, I decided uh. since I was, since you guys made me fucking stay up until 10 <laughs> o'clock Eastern Standard Time, that I had to like, I had to hit it hard right away. So you know, no, no white claws tonight. Sorry, Art. I'm I'm going straight for the that, that, for the okay. single malt. I I will allow it. What about you, producer Kenny? Uh, I'm keeping it simple with uh, another Mike's Harder Lemonade tonight. I got to get up early and see my girls up. Mm. Boo, boo, boo. Have, hey, Kenny, have you had the hardest? No, I've lemonade? I've seen yeah. that, but I, I haven't. I don't think anybody can really. I, 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 I just it. made that up. Does that really exist? You've had the uh, hardest. I mean, they yeah. the hardest. I, I mean, seen that. I, I, I thought I'd seen that. <laughs> No, well, you've oh. you've felt it. Have I? You felt Ayo. it. New, news hey, to me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mike, Mike, high and hard. Dropping <laughs> <and> loads. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> what are we? What are we gonna do? Dropping loads. Oh yeah. I have to wonder, do you think it's because of all this bullshit that that India is slowly surpassing the United States in listening? Do you what? Do you think that? Hey, by the way, India, thank you for listening. But really, do you listen because you just think that we're stupid, or you just want to know what's happening? Like, what are we going to do next with these crazy sound drops? I don't know. I'm very curious. Leave a leave a comment in our. Leave a comment somewhere. Kenny, where can they leave comments? Is even Is that doable? I don't know. That's not possible. Write a review. Write a review and leave a comment. Go to our Facebook Yelp. group. Oh, yeah. Yelp? Go to our Facebook group and, and Yelp us. Give us a Yelp. Yelp or we a, need a Yelp. Patreon, apparently. <laughs> Kenny has a Patreon for us. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. That doesn't... A... I don't share those comments, though. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Real quick, just because this is dragging on here. I, I am drinking a concoction. <laughs> As Kenny says, six <laughs> minutes. Six minutes. A, a concoction of Mountain Dew... Baja Blast and Western Sun Prickly Pear oh Vodka. Goodness. What about you, Art? That's so complex. Um, well, I just took a shot of brandy from my old bottle of Mexican brandy, and I'm following it up with some Modelo Especial. You have a theme. And a burp. Very nice. I keep... What's that? All right, so, so as I mentioned, this is the uh, this is the sci-fi episode. Our producers let us know that we are now seven minutes into this, and we had better get the ball rolling, so... Let's start with our first topic, which just so happens to be my topic. 
funny how that works out. Yeah. Um, so Negative. I, I got to thinking there's, there's a lot of reboots in the news right now. Uh, they always say, you know, that, that Hollywood has run out of ideas after all. There is a new Dune on the way this fall. Hell yeah, I baby! Believe, which I'm super excited <laughs> yeah. about. So my question is, of all the great sci-fi franchises out there, and, and there have been a a lot of them since the birth of the uh, like the television age, which one would you like to see the most rebooted and why? Um, so, um, you know, since I have to answer this question first, um, I will go ahead and give you all the softball uh, because I'm sure that somebody here among the crew will mention Firefly. Uh, so so I will not take that as an answer, um, <laughs> although I do think although I do think you might have some difficulty there, at least getting Joss Whedon back on board, especially since he's been me too. But... <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but I I would actually have to say a show that I never actually watched, which was Babylon 5. Mm. Uh, the reason being is because I know absolutely nothing about the show. I just know that it always lived in the shadow of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. There were a lot of um, arguments about how, it kind of, you know, I, I don't know which one came first. It's like the kind of, uh, you know, which came first, a chicken or day question you know which came first deep space nine or babylon five uh but there was a lot of criticism thrown its way about how it kind of ripped off aspects of that show uh to the point where i i even know that on the uh, big bang theory uh sheldon sheldon cooper had a rule in his house uh with a social contract that you could not watch babylon five so i think uh if the show was once again, I know nothing about the show, but if it's a sci-fi franchise that people did love, I think there's something that can be mined there. And um, especially since I believe it was done in like kind of novel format, it was supposed to have, you know, the entire run of the show was, you know, like the first season was supposed to be like the, like the first part of like a novel and so on and so forth until the end. Um, I think there's, something great to be mine there um you know since it did have some fans it did run as as producer kennedy said here in the chat from uh nope. 93 to 98 um however if i have to say one that i did watch uh i would say oh host art not kenny so, sorry art was the one who gave me that i'm sorry also fired as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the other one is lex l-e-x X. Huh. Oh, wow, uh, sounds a like a bang. porno. Is that like Lex and I remember, Steel? I remember that. No, but it was um, it, it was it, it was like a joint Canadian slash German, which is a, a strange yes. combination there. Sci-fi program that had like a you know, it ran for like four seasons, and I just remember it being a lot of fun. I cannot remember for the life of me what the hell the show was about. But I would like to see that. Is this uh, the one that says a, a group of disparate fugitives from an interplanetary from and it was like three people or something like this is, that. This yeah. is just weird. Again, this is weird syntax. I have to read this directly from IMDb. A group of yeah. disparate fugitives from an interplanetary tyranny find themselves in control of a massively powerful starship. I've never heard of interplanetary tyranny. I've never heard of tyranny used as a noun. <laughs> is that a thing? Like. 
<laughs> I'm always learning something. Look, I'm always learning something new. But th there is three people. There's a guy with a punk rocker, massive, like you know, a flock of seagulls yeah, he's haircut. Like a hitman something like that yeah, yeah then yeah. there's some dude who looks like hannibal lecter in a red jumpsuit and then there's this hot chick wearing a midriff yeah. thing i always thought that the dude wearing the red jumpsuit was like a bellhop but he was actually the <laughs> security guard on board so okay well I'm, has been, uh, I'm sold i watched the show <laughs> uh that is what i have to say uh panel um what are your thoughts i don't know who would like to go you're first. an asshole that's my thought oh I hold yes. on. I have a thing for that. You mean this <laughs> asshole? He's an asshole. What'd you do? Did he take your answer? Is that what it was? He's a bona fide asshole. He's no, a... I know I'm screwed because you put me last. So like, I have to have like seven answers to every question we have tonight. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to do that anyway. What? You right? I mean, no, yeah, right. you'd have to answer to just first. as. I could pick the best answer every time. Oh, well, yeah, but that's only once you get to go first. Or you it's... can just jump in. Oh, You're going second on this time. Why are you crying? I am? Yes, go. Oh, gosh. Go whenever you want. Does to. anybody ever pick? Okay. <laughs> You've done this show before. Right? Have I? Have I? The, the, the question <laughs> is, what sci-fi show needs to be rebooted? Go okay. ahead. Okay, here is my answer. What the second. hell's happening? My answer. I'm going to give all the answers. Uh, so, <laughs> all the answers. I, I, would, I would love to see another Battlestar Galactica because oh. I was a guilty pleasure um, and they did tease a film about a decade ago it never it never came to fruition but something there would be fun just because that got me through some some good some good times and some bad times uh, always you can't see my shirt but always looking for Star Wars stuff so I would never turn that down yes haven't they disappointed you enough lately uh, I've, been, I've been pretty <laughs> pleased with some of the some of the shows, I will say. We, we don't have to talk about that. Um, guilty pleasure here. Uh, give me some more Stargate so I can see some MacGyver. Like, that would be, uh -huh. you know, get him back in there. You know, like the 85-year-old Stargate thing. But I, I think to really answer your question, to really answer your question, I think that The Matrix needs another chance. Well, I they got that, part four coming out, so. Yeah, I think the, the, the sequels from the original Matrix were, were mostly garbage. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that with what- you know, Completely yeah, garbage. With modern technology and CG is unbelievably real as it is. And maybe throw them on the uh, the Mandalorian set so we can get some some sweet, whatever they, what is it called? Kenny Quick, what's the name of the, what's the name of the room? The, the volume. The, the volume, the yes, volume. well done. You have earned your shirt tonight, sir. My the friend, volume, yeah. My friend actually works for the company that invented the volume, and it's not ILM, believe it or not. OMG. All right, so I don't know what talk you're later. talking about. Could you elucidate me, please? The the volume. Oh my god, look it up. We we could talk about it for hours, but basically they revolutionized hey, this is green the sci-fi episode. Oh wait, are you talking about the technology oh, right, right. of how they film it or the actual? Well, it's it's it's, it's like related. a giant. It's a three D yes. projection room, right? It's, right. Instead of having green screens, just yeah. throw a bunch of like LCDs on LEDs. On yeah. The wall, right. I've seen and it's that like, shit on LinkedIn and different yeah, yeah, posts. Yeah, yeah. The I actors are it into called. it. You know, every, every like they actually feel like they're in the scene. The the lighting is real, right? Because the screens are lit up. And if it's sun setting, like that, that reflects off their outfits and it's just phenomenal. Like there's a whole series on Disney about the making of the Mandalorian and they go through each of those aspects. If the only they could manifest furniture, then we're literally that close to a fucking holodeck. Mm. Yes. yes. And perhaps a minuet, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
Oh, Ooh. who wants to go next, Jonesy or Art? Uh, uh, oh, uh, I'm 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 happy to go. Um, does it does it have to be a TV show or is anything? It just, I'm going to do a movie. Property. Any sci-fi property? Sci yeah. Okay. No, I I'm actually a little fuzzy. I feel like I saw that there are plans to reboot this, but hands down, we've been waiting since 1980 for a serious big budget reboot of Flash Gordon. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> with today's technology, with the the mix of uh, hard sci-fi and and mixing it in with humor, um, I think that that would be a phenomenal property that could spawn many, many, many a, a series of mm. Yes. I'm so worried that they would take the awesome theme song, though, and give it to like a shitty pop star. No, they'll just give well, Billie Eilish a chance to do it. Or something yes. like yes. that, you know? <laughs> they, you know, my, my version of what I'm, what's in my head is, uh, as, trust me, I love that soundtrack. <laughs> I, that soundtrack is one of the best ever, but I don't think that that, so that theme is involved in the version in my head. It's, it's a more serious uh, take on Discord. Well, um, I have some not, entirely awesome news then in that sense uh, -oh. uh apparently according to what i'm seeing here oh, right Taika is doing yes. but it's an animation version it's an animated version no, and it's a disney property so wait wait mm -hmm. unless unless that's like from this week art it's I from july 30th 2021 at 5 58 p.m eastern Daylight savings time. What I actually know, the update that I'm looking here is the status was last updated July 1st, 2019, when it was a treatment for the script. Well, I have just heard in the last week, I don't know why I didn't think of this, and yeah, sorry, uh, that there is serious consideration. How do you pronounce his first name? Taika. Taika. Taika Taika is seriously considering uh, moving this to a live action version. Okay. So this this July 30th article from 2021 confirms Flash Gordon live action movie written by Taika. Nice. So I and is is that is it still in the hands of Disney? Um, scanning, scanning, scanning. I mean, I would imagine Disney. it has to be because he's got well, a pretty sweet. Deal with them. That's not a Dis Flash Gordon is not a Disney property. No, but they're producing this show. Is what the last again the last thing on IMDb but that Pro was animated. Right? The production well, company. All I can say is, while I was joking about not oh. having the Queen theme involved and that level of sort of thought, actually seeing um, Thor Ragnarok and saying throughout that entire movie that this this is Flash Gordon the modern <laughs> version, I think that's the perfect fit. I, I, I'm excited about it. I like it. Yeah, All right, Kenny switched. They switched gears because it was they were full on animated, and then very recently they yeah. were just having a discussion about the script, and they said, "Eh, let's make it live action." Yeah, and so boom, it's long overdue for me. That's that, awesome. That's my top top one. All right. Well, Kenny's sounding the dinner bell here, so I'm going to try to be very quick. Um, I would love well, to. Let's just skip over our pick. What? Let's just skip over. Okay. Our goodbye. Pick. Go ahead, uh, Go ahead, I want to see I, I want to see a re-envisioning and a new take on Alien Nation. I oh. thought Alien Nation was yeah. dope as fuck when it came out. That's the guys that get, like were uh, they could get 
hurt by seawater or something? Yeah, salt water hurt them. Milk, like sour milk, got them drunk. But otherwise, they were super <laughs> strong and penetrable. But it was like it was, you know, it was an examination of race relations before District Nine tried to, you know, which I'm not poo-pooing on that. District Nine did a, a very different take on that with apartheid and everything. But it was just a very interesting take on race relations and, you know. Uh, integration of different species species from the outer space mm. reaches with humans but yeah. i would just but you know it was made in 88 so there was a lot of technical technical holdbacks and i think it'd be really interesting to see what they could do with today's graphics and technology and uh with there was you know i think the writing could be even stronger than it was so i'd say alienation that's a good one how would you score this kenny well, um, I gotta say, I've never heard of the Lex, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, everybody else's, uh, I, I gotta say, the uh, Alien Nation show, that would be an interesting reboot. Um, mine personally would be like Max Headroom. That would be cool. Oh, Max Headroom. <laughs> you get that guy's own film, right? Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, give the points to Art because uh, that, that, alienation kind of hit on my max headroom there so oh yeah yeah face fuck what are you doing step bro all right <laughs> well, I've, seen, I've seen that documentary well many versions of that documentary I, i've seen many versions of that documentary as well it's it's always I fascinating I don't, have, I don't have a sister so what do i care but i do know how to get people out of dryers and from under tables so yeah, but you should wait a while before you get them out of this. Yes, place. and make sure that you're not wearing underwear. Anyway, who's next, Kenny? Uh, it is Kenny. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead. Uh, provide the topic this time. It's going to be uh, what sci-fi film, TV, novel did you experience that blew your mind and why? And I will briefly start by saying The Matrix. That was my Empire Strikes Back. That shit blew my fucking mm -hmm. mind. So, boom, took all that one from you. Sean. But well, wait a minute. Wasn't Empire Strikes Back your Empire Strikes Back? That's weird. <clears throat> well, it, are we inceptioning this? Because, uh -oh. because the, the, for me as a child, when I, growing up, I, I, I knew Darth Vader was Luke's father before I, was able to really sit down and watch Empire Strikes Back. And Whoa, hang on a second. Take spoiler that, you alert. know? Yeah, big spoiler alert there. But, Sean, what would you like to say about this? Well, um... <laughs> I would like to know why Sean wasn't the one asking that question. Yeah, seriously. Was I supposed... Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to ask. Oh, look at him acting like he's never been on the show before. Whiskey I dick. forgot that I was supposed to ask a question. It's cool. We got you. Uh, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I will forgive you because you'll always be my stepbro. What are you oh, doing, stepbro? Hopefully we don't do any documentaries soon together. Um, I am wearing a Star Wars shirt, and I know I can see by Ryan's background that, my God, he's a fan too. So I'm going <laughs> not going to go the obvious. And I'm going to say the last sci-fi film that truly blew me away was Blade Runner 2049. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve, who I love and who is remaking the new Dune. Mm -hmm. uh, a, the idea of a sequel to Blade Runner was insulting to me in the beginning. <laughs> and there is no way that that should have worked. And it not only worked, 
it made me weep in the movie theater. It, it, it was so beautifully done. It was so what I wanted from a Blade Runner sequel um, that I just really like, I, I saw it once in the theater. I should have seen it more, but I just let that first experience just like marinate for a good year before I would revisit it. And um, yeah, and man, when I don't, can we do spoilers on here? Sure. Oh, yeah. Just wait a minute. Hold on. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, when Rachel, when, when a version of Rachel walked onto that screen, I I could hear the audience gasp. That looked so <laughs> oh, yeah. beautifully done. And it was and it was done not for spect everything in that movie was not done for spectacle. It was done for emotional, like the like emotional impact. And I just thought that was a piece of art. Art? I thought that was a piece of art. Oh, you thought that was a piece of me? It yeah. was a piece of me. It was a piece of you. Right there. Hmm. Oh, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Uh, well, I'm going to go <laughs> with the obvious, which is my love. Star Wars! Star Wars! But more specific, uh, novels. So the novels, specifically non-canon, expanded universe, those books like i have so many wonderful memories of reading the star wars expanded uni uh, universe books uh kenny he was hardcore into them we we, we shared books i still have a the box of the books they probably mostly purchased by kenny's parents um that are in the basement no maybe maybe not i don't know kenny oh. doesn't know he he stole that money uh but <laughs> and, and like I, the whole series was great but like vector prime like 1999, uh, R.A. Salvatore wrote it. One of my favorite things about those books was that they had a lot of like- I didn't get that. Oh. Could you try again? No, no, <laughs> I can't. Well, shut up, Siri. Shut up, Siri. God damn it, Oh, Siri. don't say that. Um, but like, <laughs> what I really liked was there were a lot of guest uh, authors. So authors that I had read other books that they had written and they kind of were like Star Wars nerds and like wanted to write a Star Wars book. So they pumped out an expanded universe book. Uh, loved them uh and as as we kind of went through the whole series eventually you get to uh there's like an alien race that invades and it was just kind of a very different very different thing to have in star wars like this kind of like alien like bad aliens are going to take over this galaxy and then like you know the good good the light and the dark have to kind of like come together to figure out like how are we going to deal with this crap because there's this alien race and we all their technology is organic and nerd alert sorry but phenomenal like just i i i've i've been threatening to start rereading them all again um in my copious spare time so yeah for me definitely expanded universe star wars and i every time uh one of the new star wars series is able to bring something in and make it canon from the book series i i just i, I love it i absolutely i get a great little kick out of it and, and yeah, uh, they're, they're really using that 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 expanded universe yes. source material for a lot yeah. of things. It's cool. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So that's what I'll have to say about that. Mm. Mm. Yes. Oh. Well, for me, I, there's I know I'll say this about a lot of stuff, but there's again so many. But I think in recent memory, since some of them were already taken, <clears throat> Sean, um <laughs> Well, I'm gonna at, have least, to... at least I know you have good taste. So. <laughs> I'm going to have to go 
actually, you know what? Oh. I'm changing it. I was going to go with Ex Machina for recent, but I'm going to go back and say, actually, the original Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner, that shit just threw me for a fucking loop because that was like <laughs> my first real introduction to like a neo-noir, this whole idea of what this was. It was just so uh, just out of this world. And that was also, I think, the first time that I actually learned, like, I didn't realize that was a Philip K. Dick thing. And I didn't really know much about him when I first heard about the movie. So then it got me into like, who's this Philip K. Dick? And then realizing exactly how many stories his words touched and i was like this guy's a fucking he was a genius he was a visionary and of course they built on you know the themes he explores not like he wrote blade runner but the concept of do androids dream of electric sheep and what does that story mean that just is like such a huge philosophical question that they did beautifully in that movie so blade runner yeah that, that shit blew my mind uh art <laughs> can i can i just add something since two of us brought up blade runner um well, you your... did 2049. I'm going to go with that. No, no, I no, but but uh, I, I I'm in love. Of course, I'm in love. The only reason I like 2049 is I was like that you can't make a sequel to the original. You can't make it exactly yeah. good. But yes. uh, a recommendation for you and the audience is a book called Future Noir: The Making of Blade Runner, and it is one of the most like deep dive every stage of the making of a film. Oh, nice, fantastic. Hmm. I bet the best chapter of that would be the discussion about the uh, the final or like the narration debate. <laughs> it's, all in, it's all. I mean, I'm that's sure. well tread territory. Of but course, yeah, yeah. But that's just that's always just fun to hear about rock and roll. Rock and roll. Who's right, next? And I guess I, and I guess I go next and last, and I'm going to make. I'm going to do. Um, this is the first time I've done this in the history of our broadcasting i'm going to make this brief because my kid just came downstairs he should be in bed right now so i have to take him back so i am going to disappear for just a couple minutes so you guys are more than welcome to talk about me while i am and get ready the show's gonna get fucking good for once i was gonna say halo uh the Halo universe, uh, you know, from all the way from starting from a first person shooter, just the expanded universe, uh, the human covenant war, the flood, the fall of reach, just everything is brilliant. Great novels, great video games. Um, eventually there should be a TV series. Um, that was the, that was one of the first, uh, games that, um, that really just, well, well, one of the first modern games that just really blew me away. And that was, uh, and uh, it has done, yeah, it has just continued to do so since it started. So I know that was like a shit answer. Or, well, it was not it a It also shit wasn't very short. <laughs> yeah, by now your kids probably wreaked havoc on the entire okay. basement and you're still dicking around here. But Someone's wait. peeing in the corner. All right, Kenny, go ahead and score it. <laughs> Well, uh, just because, you know, I can, I'm just going to say with that exit and he's not here to see it, I'm going to give Joe to points. <laughs> Look at that. Yes, That's perfect. Yeah. This is very high, high, produ <laughs> high production value. I, I we're very, we're very serious with what we very do. serious, very well yeah. rehearsed. Yeah. You know, I can tell oh, a yeah. lot of thought went into this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is every, every um and oh is scripted in this show. Well, what, uh, what I really yeah, absolutely. I, 
what I would like to see, and unfortunately it would be lost on the listening audience, is a ticker in the corner of our Zoom call of how many times Art hits his fucking microphone and makes a boom sound. When have the, I ever uh, hit my microphone? You just, you've hit it like at least 20 times. No, that's, I've never hit it. It's right here. Well, it's not me. If I hit anything, it's this. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your pop stopper isn't stopping the pops. Stop fingering the pop stop. Actually, I bet you it's more Joe when I listen to this because he's always hitting the table. He's pounding yeah, on the table. He's and the had microphone some good table hits. Is right out of his fucking laptop. <laughs> so how dare you? How dare you, sir? Penny, mental note. Don't bring him back. No, I've already been contracted for another episode. Damn it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Wait, they're paying you? What the Shh. hell? Uh, everybody look over here. Okay, my turn. Um, congratulations, everybody. You are about to die because you've been on this show and the future deemed that to be a high criminal high criminal um, activity. But the consolation is you get to have your consciousness uploaded into the memory bank 3000 trademark. And the only problem is you can choose one universe from a sci-fi franchise but all the characters that populate that universe have to come from a completely different franchise. So, how would you so populate complex. your memory bank, memory bank 3000 trademark uh, for the rest of eternity? So, for me, I would... <laughs> I, I would love to see the... The, the worlds that have been explored... Actually, you know what? I'm going to flip it here. I would love to see the, the world in which Total Recall, the original, not the bullshit remake, that world, but place all Star Trek The Next Generation characters in it. Because if there's <laughs> ever been a juxtaposition of grimy, dirty, just bad, bad world... And then just such clean, nice people for the general purpose. I would just love to see how Q would, would view Habitation on Mars the way that they did it. I would love to see how the Klingons would, would approach the mining colonies or the Romulans would deal with just grungy, grimy, dirty Earth. But that would be my, my interesting life. Because it's, you know what, it's close enough that it's not totally unfamiliar to me. But it's a world of characters that I am very familiar with and love. So uh, I think I'd be curious to see how that is. And I could always jack up and do my own total recall system. You know, go to recall and then have a variety of Captain Picard adventures put into my consciousness. Would you be his number two? Maybe. Number two. Um, you'd be his only because I want to watch Riker yeah. do the Riker maneuver. You'd be, numbers. you'd be his number two. I'd be his number two. I don't have a drop for that, but you know, you, we know where we're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Ryan because I just want—he looks like a deer in headlights. So oh, they can't see me, Art. Uh, well, I can me. see you, and you look very, very confused. Uh, yeah. So Ryan always looks like he's in like a sensory deprivation chamber or something like that. <laughs> it's because he is. He's floating in saline every episode. <laughs> yes. So yes, yes. He's like one of those characters. He's oh, like one of the I visionaries Jonesy, or whatever from my I'm just talking about Jonesy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I, I look like... Wait, I'm are you serious? Just... You don't even know who our fucking guests are? Oh my I, god. I, I, for the listeners, I do look like I'm in the tiniest black box 
theater that's ever. <laughs> yeah, you it's look amazing. like you're you're straight out of the movie. Was it was it flat? No, altered states. That's the one where they went. Altered those states. little boxes. Yeah, yeah. not flatliners. Mm. Gosh. All right, so, Ryan. Back to you. You've had plenty of bullshit time there to come up with an answer while we were not, covering. Not for really, you. but I'll go with like you know the, my predictable answer because this is something I have I think about every time I see any of any of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always laugh when, you know, you, you compare, you know, the, the rival rivalry of, of a Star Trek and a Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I always, uh, you, so you have, of course, the fan bases and, and, and that whole shenanigans. But the thing that always, I always think about is like, it, the thing that I like about Star Wars is it always reminds me of like, hey, this is like, as the, as the title slide says, right? It's a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. And I've always interpreted that as like, yeah, this is like, like way in the past but way way in our future so like all their tech all their technology is like shit you know they've got everything's like busted and like shit's falling apart and like and then you look at star trek and it's like all like shiny and new and fancy so like i would love to see like you know a a swap right there of like like Mm -hmm. imagining like the star trek characters being aboard the millennium falcon and being like what the you know what is this piece of shit you know like there's like shit hanging off the wall and stuff falling apart like how how can we travel through space? You know, like I I just I've always you know, your question aside, I've always thought that like I wonder how they would, what the crossover episode would be like, you know, where they're like, oh, this technology is horrible. Like I I actually want to see them flipped, where you take the Star oh, Wars yeah. people put them in Star Trek, and it's like that one episode of TNG where all the people who are cryogenically frozen wake up, and they've had all their ailments cured, and there's like. Wow! What? How do you get a How do you get a Tennessee whiskey out of this thing here? <laughs> oh my lord! Look at all this making making things. What's he look? That's a great great this. episode. Yes. yes, yes. I like that. Good, good call, Ryan. Good call. Yeah, it's simple, but like it's something I've thought about like my whole life watching both. So, what about yeah. you, uh, Jonesy? Um, my answer is. <laughs> A contestant number three. Come on down. <laughs> uh, uh, my answer is from a dirty mind. I have a dirty answer for this. Yes. Um, Arborella or something? <laughs> not close. Uh, I would like to, now, if we're talking about living on Earth, right, and not exploring space, living on Earth, I'd like to live in the, in the Star Trek The Next Generation Earth where you know, there's no more famine and like we've solved a lot of those problems and everything is nice and clean and like pretty cool. But I would like to have it inhabited uh, by the cast of the 1980s show, Buck Rogers. <laughs> because nice. every, that was a great show. Scene, every scene in Buck Rogers is inhabited by porn level like porn remake sci-fi remake level costumes and women and so you have the next generation's attitude about sex and the cast of buck rogers i am living a life my friends (laughs) you were living your best life i am living the best life i could imagine I don't remember the name of the robot one buck rogers uh but Uh, um tweaking Tweaky art that art that oh, would be a great drop if you could get that that those, bitty, bitty, bitty. Those dumb lines you, you just mm, oh, uh, bitty bitty bitty. 
<laughs> By the way, can we just, can we just, I mean, I was a kid and I was like, how is this robot? How did this pass the sensors? It literally looks like a penis head. What are we, uh, are we talking about does. this, this right here? Is this it? Thank you, Twiggy. That's it. book. But it literally is like, it's, it's head is crazy. <laughs> it, look like a, it looks like a giant cock helmet. That's right. I'm looking at the picture right now. It's wonderful. All right. Uh, okay. I'm loving all these tweakies. But if I if I had the laissez-faire sexual attitude of TNG with Air, with Aaron Gray level girls in Lycra, I am in, dude. <laughs> Ooh, here's one just for that. You dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I call oh. you dirty. <laughs> oh, that's great. Good. What about you, Joe? You know what? I get it. Uh, two of you so far mentioned Star Trek as part of your answers, and I and I have to go ahead and run with that too. However, I'm going to run with, uh, you know, not only Star Trek but something that was mentioned earlier in our uh, podcast here too, Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm choosing, uh, you know, let's say tra- Star Trek TNG and Battlestar was because Star Trek TNG, at least, you know, there, you know, there was. There was hope. There was always uh, hope of you know going out, exploring. Of course, you, of course, adhering to the prime directive and such. But it was just hopeful. Whereas Battlestar Galactica was the kind of show that, especially after you you got done watching one of the later later seasons, you just wanted to hang yourself. <laughs> yes. it, was, it was a bit intense. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, I am always reminded of the episode where Apollo took his ex-wife on a date, um, you know, after they found out that, you know, what they believe was Earth was actually destroyed. And, you know, they, you know, he took his ex-wife out. They had a romantic date. She went back to her locker afterwards, grabbed a gun and the brains out. There was no. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> You're quite welcome. There is there there it. is no hope at all on Battlestar Galactica. I, and I would like to see, you know, the 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 crew of Battlestar mm-hmm. on a show where things were more think things go well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> see, I thought you were gonna do the other way where you're gonna put no, them in both, Battlestar. Both, both, Let's both, yeah, I thought both. you wanted like Picard to shoot his brains out. Well like, no, only because <laughs> only because things were so hopeless in Battlestar because of the characters, because of the Cylons, but if you take them all out, then it's just a rickety grimy spaceship. But if you put all those people with bad attitudes in TNG, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> then then yes, you've got the yes. horrible yeah, you, like you got the Orville. There you go. <laughs> well, wouldn't the Cylons come with them, though? I mean, you the said Cylons that. would go with them. Yeah. So then the Cylons would be like the new Borg, I guess. It would be fantastic. Much, much like Batman's sidekick Robin, I would like to see it both ways. How's that for topical? Because it just came out this afternoon. Literally, today's news. Today's I don't know news. if that's a sex joke or not, but I went with it. Robin so. is bisexual. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. That, okay, well, that'll work. Oh, uh, yeah. How'd you score this, Kenny? Uh, I'm really dropping low. Oh, yeah. 
Robin Lewis over over Robin's face. I'm man, Captain Roger. I have the feeling the Earth people believed your incredible story about being frozen for 500 years. I was going to give the points to did Jonesy. You just pull another Buck Rogers. That I did. Really, really <laughs> nice job. Because he started his answer by saying he had a dirty answer, so I was pretty sure I was going to give it to him. But uh, before I uh, had to, was going to do that, and then I heard that it was you know what he came up with, which was kind of lame. But um, so we're gonna go with uh, Ryan's switch I, of ice Star cold, Wars dude. and Star Trek because come on, that's the ever question. Star Wars Star Trek. Ken has not given it to me once, and now he just said it was lame. What is going on? I think that's the first time I gave Ryan points. He's been on like four times. It is. Wow. Yeah. he's a dick. Ryan, did he call you? Hold on. I can't, whenever art plays sounds, I can't hear you. So well, go again. Until I hear it, I oh. feel it. It isn't real. Gotta me. wait. Look, I lost everything that was important. Oh, that's not as fun as <laughs> I thought right. it was gonna be. All right, Jonesy, go. <laughs> Sir, excuse me. Are you familiar with the uh, rock? You know. Uh... Try it. Try it. Come on. Is that him doing rock music? Let it go. Go with the music. That's it. Right there. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Happening? I don't know what's happening. That's just from offset. I have to watch it again. I, I, okay. This, is, this episode has more sound effects than any other episode I've been in. And I think it's because Art is trying to, you know, play the audience he thinks oh, wait, it, uh, the, wait the, kenny's uh, my god kenny wow nope ryan's talking hold on i gotta play something else good audience let's play some more sounds <laughs> yeah hold on spoiler alert many 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 hello buck <laughs> loser. Ryan, you're you a talking? loser okay who's next ryan Oh, oh, Ryan. Oh, hi, buddy. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. This is going to be lame. Don't worry it's, about it. It's going to be horrible. I, I didn't come up with this. It's, this is this is all art. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Ken's turn. That's why I said this is going to be lame. But Ryan, <laughs> oh, Ryan you're going to be great, and I'm pulling for Wait, wait. Woo! I came up with this. Kenny, did you use all my topics and none of Joe's? <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't know. I'm just. Being I had nice. a good topic, too. I like Joe's topic. I don't know. Oh, I don't know about that, yes. Joe. You look haggard as fuck, by the way. He does. Why do you look so beaten up and broken down? <laughs> you look really sad. Because my kid is running around upstairs right now. We can't well, hear give that. him some fucking whiskey like any other goddamn yeah. reason parent and let him go to bed. Jesus Christ. He has a toothache. Rub it on his... Yeah. A whiskey and a Motrin. That's, that's the way. <laughs> I was going to say Benadryl, but we'll go with Motrin. All right, it's, Ryan. It's, let's it's finally get to you, shall it's we? Friendly. Okay, okay. This is my question. How would you survive a robot uprising? That's the question. I wouldn't. How, how would you survive? So my knee jerk, like right away, like if someone's like, ah, oh, the robots are coming, I'm looking for water, right? Because water and robots don't mix. So like, not only can I get in the water and they can't get in there with me, but if they do get in, they're gonna sink and probably, you know, be electrocuted. So that is a key component to survival is that immediate instinct, right? But, 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 I think the answer for me truly centers around using robot logic against them, right? So let's go how, how style, um, like, like presenting the liar's paradox, 
right, to the robots, right? Like saying, this statement is a lie. And then just hoping that the robot's internal struggle causes them to have a meltdown or potentially have a buffer overflow, <laughs> right? So, because they're going to sit there and try to apply logic to that paradox of, wait, 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 this, this statement is a lie, but was that a lie? And then hopefully they implode. Uh, and then lastly, of course, I would have many EMPs because <laughs> they would come in handy against anything that's electronic. So now do the robots cool. also get drunk off sour milk? Um, I no, hope that's so. aliens. That would, well, that would, well, I would assume that they would, you know, potentially rust or, you know, stop functioning. Well, I guess so we need to know that, what kind of a, what kind of, uh, you know, very good machines very good we're question. talking about. Yes. Are we They're talking about a bunch of toasters or like those Roombas? Are we talking about the T2000? <laughs> what are we doing here? This is yeah, pinnacle I don't know. sci-fi, man. This is this is yeah. big sci-fi talk here. Let's let's I don't know the makeup of the of, of the robots. I was given the topic and I filled it with the best answer that I could. Is this a dance break? Are we having a dance break? Bitty, bitty, bitty. <laughs> no, Kenny, you're making me cry. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let's just imagine that <laughs> robot uprising is all with the robot from Buck Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a little penis man? Yes. Yeah, well, in that case, I would just need a bunch of buxom women around me for him to be more concerned with them. Kill the humans. Watch out. Bitty, watch bitty, her, bitty, Buck. Bitty. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, you know, you know, I'll go next. Okay, I actually... I Oh, oh we're... we're Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, Go ahead. I, yeah. I don't know what just happened. Uh, <laughs> I, much like my life in general. Um, I would. Uh, <laughs> wait, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh my god, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, again, uh, Jones, you go next. Okay. Oh, so that's that was his answer. Wow. Uh, Josie, you go. Um, I would uh, cover myself uh, head to toe in um, tin foil and mm. uh, pretend that I was a robot among them. Uh, but what I but what I would do? Beep pop boop. Beep pop boop. Beep pop beep, pop, yeah. boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitty bitty bitty. And. I would, <laughs> and I but I would, but I would like, I would out of the tinfoil, I would out of a separate roll or two or three, I would construct the largest metal penis Ooh. that like is jutting out from my waist so that they all are like have envy and can't even look at me and they leave me alone. Hmm. Brilliant. Makes sense. R RPE. Yeah. Ro robot Bob penis envy. And, but I would like, I would sell it. I'd be like, beep, boop, bop. I didn't ask for this. Beep, boop, I wasn't born this way. <laughs> they they would start feeling sorry for you. Ma That's yeah, right. maybe, but the, I'm, I'm surviving. So yeah, it can work. <laughs> Everybody benefits. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Let's get out of here. That's, uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. So, while I still remember, uh, I would survive the robot apocalypse because I am always very friendly to Alexa. You know, you know, <laughs> a, a, a lot Wait of you either. assholes, a, 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 a lot of you assholes out there, I am speaking both to like the panel now as 
as well as our listeners out there, including our listeners in India, I'm sure, they they take robots like Alexa for granted. You know, Alexa says things like, you know, hey. Is there an Alexa in the room, Joe? Sorry. Because there is uh, not should, right now. She should be responding like every, <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> There's not right now. You're, no. you're going to piss one of your listeners off. Oh my they're God. They're going to be listening so to it in their house. Are just like, <laughs> stop saying that word. Will you stop saying her name? What name? Alexa? Oh. Bitty, bitty, bitty. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play porn. <laughs> oh no. No, you know, a, a Alexa often will answer your question or tell you what the weather is or tell you what the sports scores are. And then she'll say, you know, have a, have a great day, Joseph. And I will say mm. you too, or I will say thank you. And the thing is, is that if there is a robot uprising, does she say anything uh, back? You know, she says, you're welcome, maybe. Kenny. She tells me to burn things. Why would she tell? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, if we're all part of a human battery farm one day, I would like to think I would be the foreman because I have been respectful to her. That's and whatever. You're just a meat sack. Mm-hmm. A meat sack with some manners. A meat sack CBJ. with some manners. Yep. <laughs> don't don't. And that is my life. Don't be a target for your office shooter. He's the one. You're the one he lets go because they you were nice to them the whole time. That's, oh, yeah. I, I I subscribe to that 100. I I go around and say hi to all the crazy people at my work every day. <laughs> what is the uh, hi? Nice what to is see the you. Robots, what is the robot's name on Buck Rogers again? Tweaky. It's I'd fuck him. Or is it Twicky? Oh, what? I'd fuck him. Fuck who? Tricky. The robot. T- we have to Ooh. say the whole, they have to say this whole sentence. T-W-I, T-W-I-K-I. Or Twiki, whatever his name is. Just say I'd, I'd fuck. fuck. Oh, Tweaky. Tweaky? Yeah, just say I'd fuck I'd Tweaky. Fuck I'd fuck Tweaky, um, if only to New sound clip, folks. robots good graces. Yeah, but you've already done this. I'd fuck Johnny Five. So what are you going to do? Now we need a montage. Now you're going to have Tweaky and Johnny Five fighting out for your love. <laughs> and then yes. what are they going to do? Around. That's right. He's crazy. <laughs> so that's my new favorite fucking sound. It was. What are you doing, step bro? But now it's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Surprise, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Um, I feel like I would survive the robot uprising by eschewing my emotions as a human and wearing plates and, and circuit boards upon my body and passing myself off as a robot. In fact, that's how I do it, by saying the word robot, because we all know that robots are actually robots. Right. And I would talk like those 1950 robots that were actually played by humans. And um, I would walk among them, much like, I don't know, what are those characters that do that shit on Walking Dead? I stopped watching it, but I hear they do that. Or Jonesy. Or Jonesy. Just walk among them. Isn't that exactly what Jonesy said? I'm just saying. Did he say that you would walk among them? I thought you'd just do something else. You'd have a giant oh, did you? aluminum foil I said penis. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to your answer. That's the funniest part about it. I was busy looking for the Terminator theme. So you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and rescind that. I'm going to pull a, a, a signs, and I'm just going to... Now I'm stealing from Joe or Ryan. I'm going to steal from Ryan. 
and signs where I'm going to have glasses of water everywhere in the house, and I'm just going to swing Merrill swing. Swing away. <laughs> that's it. That's 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 all I'm going to do. Not my finest yeah. hour, but I'll take it. It's okay. Um, do I'm we need to? Who invited me and then no. didn't listen to my answer at all. Thanks. Sorry, did you say something? Wait, what? What was that? I listen. I listen. Hey, I got you. You know what, Ken was the last person I thought would come to bat for me, but he did. <laughs> you know what it was? The it's funny because I, no I was sitting, <laughs> I was looking for the theme and I heard tinfoil hat. I was like, oh, he's just going to try to like not be brainwashed by them or something. I don't need to listen to this anymore. I'm good. <laughs> now here I'm it is. Worried that the ro- now I'm worried that the actual robot uprising would be like the robot uprising in maximum overdrive. Where oh, there you yes. go. Just a bunch of cars. Isn't that a, Sorry, wrong one. That's not isn't that except, a, uh, This machine a just tampon? called me an asshole. Except, isn't there a bunch of <laughs> maximum overdrive that come alive that are technically not machines? Hmm. If you watch that movie, there's a bunch of shit that comes alive and, and they are not technically machines. Yeah, well, that was during his cocaine days. What are you going to do? Oh, yeah. No, I know. He doesn't remember any of it. He, he... That's okay. Joe would totally do this to all the robots. I whipped that eight-year-old's ass. So it's all good. So many samples. Literally. So many samples. I'm going to have you say that, too. I'm going to have that next time. <laughs> so many samples. <laughs> so many samples. I'm going to uh, make shoot, a so, beat out of that. You know, yeah. <laughs> You're... Uh, should we should we should there be a call out in this episode for all the uh the folks from India? Like should we should we talk about some sci-fi from India? You know, like the 2013 classic Shri, uh, which was the first Indian film to deal with time travel. You're just oh, reading this oh. off the internet, aren't you? No, no, this is all in my brain. No, that's why your brain's looking off to the right. I got you. That's where my We're brain already is. eight minutes past when people stop with us. Oh. So. oh, okay. Yeah, well, Not if you're the still people here. in India. Eight minutes past? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be a super short episode because there were only two guests, but clearly we're your best two guests and we filled the entire episode. Ryan nailed it, by the way. I like yes. it. I like it. I didn't get the score points on that last one. No. Oh, mm. So you didn't you score points on that last one? No. Oh. No. Should I go, well, should I go you ahead and do that? You are free to do so. Yeah, do it. Do it. Unless it's not for me and then you should stop right now. I'm going to give yeah. him the Jonesy. Oh, oh, but he but he gets double oh, points, so I'm gonna go. Yeah. Now I'm coming back whenever you. I'm gonna go ahead and slam him with the win too. You know, just nice. nice. Texas Hold'em, he's all in. That's it. He's getting that win. <laughs> I just I just don't like it when our hosts steal from our Some guests. Bitty bitty bitty. I just knew it wasn't gonna be art. <laughs> yeah. The highest, so. Okay. Well, that's a that's enough of a circle jerk here. I think we're I think we figured this out. Good job, everybody. Anybody have something they want to share before we shut this down? Hey, Jonesy, is your podcast out yet? No. Thank you for asking, Art. But that isn't coming out till January, so I really can't plug that right now. Well, fair enough. Say hi to your mom for me. I will. <laughs> all, I, I your car towed all the way over here, and all you got for me is light beer. <laughs> uh, uh, no, you know what? I plugged my I my. It's so lame. I plugged my IMDb last time, so I'll just plug my Instagram. It's uh, dr is in Doctor Jones six one zero. Excellent. What about you, Ryan? Uh, 
I'm gonna plug my butthole. This thing doesn't fit. I'm adjusting. Fit. Nothing fits. Now it does. Nothing fits. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> hey, we got a thumbs up from the producer. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, Joe, you got anything, Kenny? Anything you want to talk about your YouTube channel? You like how I just gloss right over Joe? Joe's true. over That's it. True. He's ready to go fucking put his kid to bed. Yeah. So <laughs> Kenny's butt hurt over YouTube, so you can just. Oh, what happened to what happened to YouTube, Kenny? Why why are you angry at the YouTube? It's the, al it's the algorithms. No, I just uh, I've actually. Do you have boobs in your show? No. Kenny produces fine quality content. Dude, you just need boobs in your show, bro. I, I've actually, the algorithms don't care. I've taken a step back and I've started learning the tool a little better. So I'm excited. Which tool would that be? The one, I, <laughs> the one that I use to pleasure my YouTube subscribers. <laughs> oh, yes. Go on. <laughs> yes, perfect. It's All right, we're yeah. over an hour. Let's do this. Okay, that's where we get the ad revenue. That this, yeah, this is where the, this is where the real money is. This is where the real money is. It's just like that old <laughs> saying, how the the heroin was at the ass end of the cigarette, right near the filter, yeah. right? So yeah, okay. All right. Well, thanks all for tuning in. If you like us, give us a five-star review or don't. Whatever, it's fine. Just show up and download. It's cool. We don't care. India, we love you. Thank you. Yes. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic blues. I heart to cheer. Goodbye, whiskey. used to sing me for And you come in again. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. Oh, that was. Ugh. Let's get out of here.